0: You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message.
1: Okay, it's a privilege to bring God's word to you today. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's our month of sacrifice. Hallelujah. And um, we're going to continue. We're going to continue. So let's open our Bible. I want to read a couple of scriptures. And then we'll talk about sacrifice. And I'll also question you because you have to remember what I shared the last time. Okay, so let's go to John chapter 12 and verse number 24. John chapter 12, verse 24. I want us to read the New King James. I'm going to read the New King James. All right, let's go. One, two, three, four, go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, let's read the TPT of that same verse. Okay, hallelujah. Now, when we when we went to the scripture last week, um, we understood that the true definition of the grain of wheat is no grain of wheat. Is that so? Do you remember that? It says that a single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat. So it means a single grain of wheat is more. That's the true definition of the grain. Is more. In other words, it's a forest, it's a harvest, it's it's, it's a big thing. Unless it drops into the ground and dies. Because then it sprouts and produces great harvest of wheat. So the true definition of the grain of wheat is what? Great harvest of wheat. That's the true definition. Are you with me? But that reality doesn't come until the seed falls to the ground and dies. Is it okay? So if you were to look at the grain of wheat at face value with less knowledge, you say that is a grain of wheat and then maybe chew it or give it some pigeon to eat or something. But with a better understanding, you will sow it so that that can... And I, I was thinking about this thing some few weeks ago or days ago. Now there is a life... In the grain of wheat, before it dies, there's a life it has. That life, what, what is the nutritional benefit of, uh, of, of wheat? Mainly carbohydrate and fiber. Okay, so looking at it, there's a life in the grain of wheat. That life can only give you what she said. Carbohydrate and fiber. That is the life it has. That is the life you will enjoy. But there's another life that increases it. It's a life of multiplication. But that life is waiting for the death of this one. So until this one is submitted to death, that other life will not come over. And that's how Paul explains beautifully in First Corinthians 15. You, you take your time with that. That chapter is very beautiful. So at just a grain of wheat. What you can have is fiber and carbohydrate. But there's money there. That grain can give you money. Can create jobs. I say, look at the jobs they create. The farmers that will work on the land. You know. The value chain is, 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 is huge. But until the consideration of sacrifice come to play. All this great potential of the seed can't be seen. Are you seeing the whole thing here because if we now sow this grain of wheat that life of multiplication will come not just for the seed alone but for everyone that is around it so there will be farmers those that will harvest those that will come and buy those that will process those that after process they will brand it then those that will sell it wholesalers, retailers, final consumers then the tax they will pay All of that is in one grain. Are you getting there practically what I'm saying? Now the same applies to your life. Until you die, you don't live. And this is what makes church very important. It's only in church we tell you the truth about yourself. Because that is the center where the owner of your life has the documents about you to tell you who you are. Are you with me? Look at Dr. Otterbell. If you had seen him some years ago, it's just him. But all of this you see were all inside him. but he had to die. that had to be a sacrifice. All right. Now your quiz will come in now. So last week when I taught, when we taught, I said some things that comes to mind when I think about sacrifice. All right. So let's have some who help us out. Yes. Value, value, value comes to mind. Yes, dear. Death. When you think about sacrifice, what comes to mind is death. There must be a dying. Okay, yes. Mama says price, expectation, pain. I feel like a very good teacher. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when we think about sacrifice, what comes to mind is death. Worker's mine is value. And that's what we just shared right now. The value of what is to be sacrificed and the value of what should be expected is what to make a sacrifice. And I remember I mentioned that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody placed great value on my iPhone 14 Pro Max. And somebody places value on a land. The person that places value on the land has suspended current pressure, a pleasure for tomorrow. A year. So somebody is okay, is contented if you can get her on her birthday iPhone 15 Pro Max. She's content. That shows mediocrity. God that's usable. It will lose its value. <laughs> but if somebody says, oh, instead of getting me iPhone 15, can you get me a land? If I even get half plot, I think I would like it. A shallop person say, ah, you're not choosing right. Tell him to get you something that will... Those things just makes you feel that you are prestigious and have status, but actually it's just a shadow. But you see, the, the reason you don't choose the other one because of knowledge. So when you have a true knowledge of value of what will be sacrificed, it must be sacrificed, and what you're going to get out of it, it will determine what you sacrifice. And you see, we are preparing ourselves. I'm preparing myself seriously for the task service. The reason maybe I will save to sow a seed of 10,000 or 20,000 or... Whatever figure I'm thinking about in my spirit, man, is because of the value I place on God. Now, when you have only hundred cities in your pocket, and then we are sowing seed, and you cannot give other hundred cities, you rather not give is value, which is influenced by knowledge. Are you with me? If you see anybody giving so much, they don't, it's not like they have the money in their account somewhere. No, God is the account. Are you following? Now, we want to still explore the scripture a little bit about sacrifice as we look at uh, Abraham. Now, let's look at Genesis chapter 22. Somebody shout value, shout sacrifice, shout pain. I was teasing my brother today because he has to submit a paper tomorrow morning and he needs five pages. So when I walked, I said, how far? Five pages. <laughs> he's paying a price. He's going through pain. He's going through pain. But very soon when he's done and he has that PhD there. And he's moved from conference to conference. So we are proud of you. But you were not proud of me. He was crying. Everybody wants glory, but nobody wants the death. Let me even put this here. It's not part of what I'm, but let me just put it here you are so much more than what you are. The reason you are not because you are not dying. You are too alive. You don't like pain. And if you don't like pain, then it means you don't like gain. You don't like it? There's nothing of great value that came out of leisure. It doesn't happen. Nobody. Anyone that leisures around, no, no, no. If you see anybody leisuring, check carefully. Some pressure is somewhere are doing something that is costing them. Hallelujah. So as I was talking about sacrifice, I know that on Sunday, Papa opened us up a bit when he looked into the, the Macedonian church in 2 Corinthians chapter number 8. Bible said they first gave themselves. They first gave. Now if I have given myself, what else can't I give to the Lord? I was talking to the brother this, this, this evening when I was coming to church and i um, had come to pick, take the mother to join him in the US to spend some time and initially said, initially, I thought it was I feel I was spending the Lord, the Lord rebuked me. So you're not spending, you're not. And interestingly, there are a lot of us that can easily take huge sums of money or gifts and give to our pastors, but our biological parents have never seen a quarter of that as a seed. But it's very easy to give because the man of God will look at you and tell you what God sees, but your father can't see anything. But according to the Bible, your, your father doesn't need to be a prophet to prolong your life. You honor your parents, and then your nation. They, they have the key to long life. They will not say "ashi, ashi," but you will see long life. I, I get the whole idea. Yeah. So, value. Why, why am I quick to give a seed to a man of God that is, is? It cost me, but yet my parents, I cannot. I lack understanding. I lack understanding. And you see, there are things that are foundations, things that are buildings. But you see, you can't build when there's no foundation. So if you devalue the relevance of your parents and place so much value on your spiritual parents, you're not careful. God will be happy with you. You are sowing a seed in the air. It's like a wife who bows to a pastor but never bows to the husband. He sees a pastor and then, daddy, daddy. But you don't call your husband daddy. You call him by his first name. Your papa. But you meet your father, daddy, papa, papa, daddy, papa. Then you are bowing. But when was the last time you bowed to your husband? and he's your head and if I remember the words of uh, uh, John C. Maxwell he says no organization can grow beyond the quality of his leadership so your head is head because you don't honor the head you can't have honor you can't grow beyond that head when that head gets honor then you also get honor it's like a husband doesn't honor Christ because that's the hierarchy God, Jesus, husband, wife so if your husband does not honor Christ, there's a problem in the home. That isn't the whole thing. So people of God, this thing, this thing about sacrifice is so wide. It applies to every area. Amen. Now in Genesis chapter 22, can we have it? Uh, We'll just pick a few things and then I'll mention one or two few things. But I hope you're being blessed already. So you're getting something. You see, I... I I I always want us to understand that this Christianity is a life. You have been born again to live one life, not double lives, it's one life. Christ came to die for you, to give you his life, to live his life. So you don't have a career life, you don't have a married life, you have just one life to live. So Christ must affect everything. Christianity is so practical. As soon as you make Christianity so mystical and abstract, you are not being a Christian. Are, Are you with me? So you 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 pray nuclear bomb and things but the very basic things about christian living you cannot advance the cause of christ there there's a problem that is not the reason christ came then it's a religion but it's not a religion it's a life are you following me it's a life it's so practical I should not be a Christian and be poor and I should also not be rich and be arrogant it's, it's, it, is, it is complete there's no place left Christ, Christ handled everything that, that is what I'm talking about let, let me before I even go to Abraham I was thinking about the story of the prodigal son mama and I'm like ooh this is so beautiful brother it tells us two types or categories of Christians in the faith now there was no problem with the guy taking his wealth. Not at all. In fact, we should applaud him for knowing that he can have access to his wealth while the father is alive. Didn't mean he wished the man should die. No. He knew that he has an inheritance. He knew he has access to it. Beautiful. And he took it. The challenge was that he took it and went to a far country. Now, the far country is not really about the far country. It's the fact that he disconnected from the source of the supply. Do get the whole idea. Because he had the supply of the father, but lacked the wisdom of the father. And connectivity to the father would have helped him know how to manage resources and be responsible. Then there's the other one, he's in the house. Proximity, but no connection. He's in the house. He's in the father's house, but does not know the father. Does not even realize that all that the father has is his. He can ask for it at any time. It's amazing. And and you see these two sets. So you see some believers who know the presence of the kingdom. They access wealth. They are wealthy, but they don't have the nature of the Father. Because that one needs connectivity, needs relationship, it needs fellowship. That one, they don't have it. Then there are those two, morally right. They walk in holiness, they walk in purity, yet they are poor. Those ones, they are in the house, they've not contacted the Father to find out if this is for me and how do I take it. So this is a people of God. The reason we are learning this thing is this there is no one that, that is born again that is poor. No one. If you find one, tell me. But not everyone has the manifestation of the riches. You understand me? As would dear dear, is he really poor? No. You are of royalty, but you don't know. Are you poor? No. You're not knowing it doesn't make you poor. In the records, you are very rich. The king is looking for his son who has been lost for the past 10 years. The king is looking for his lost son who is the heir of the throne. Is that heir poor. But in practical terms, he's walking in poverty. Are you with me? Now, the role of the Holy Spirit is to help us see how to open the channels that manifest what we already are. One of such channels we are learning is sacrifice. You can be in the father's house work for the father serve genuinely clean papa's shoes ensure that all the the flock have eaten ensure everything papa's beer is going on well and yet you've never had a feast you get the story Now the guy the the prodigal son's elder brother the guy was doing everything prepared. he wakes up very early in the morning you know clocks in and show everybody's clocking in, they're working. It's a good servant, a very powerful servant doing everything. And he felt that the father should know. Do I am seven? Just tell me. But see, in this kingdom, if you don't know, you will not leave it. It's not an assumption, it's like walking around a sister and buying her gift every time. Buying again, it's better to know that you are interested. It's not that you have to talk. Yeah, you, you know, you have to talk, you have to say something. Yeah, so yeah, then the brother, sister to sister, sister in the Lord. A brother in the Lord and just come say, Brother, by the grace of God, God has answered my prayer. I say, what prayer is that? I think she's about to say yes to me or tell me something. Say, so I'm about to marry. Yeah. Marry who Sam, <laughs> so I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna marry Brother John. Then Brother Peter stands and says, Thank God for your life. And after that, that wonderful, you know, innocent conversation, brother John's countenance has changed for the entire service. And right after the service, he's just over there about to go and see the bishop because he has troubles. You know, some things are worrying him. You know? And Brother, we know Brother John to be this person that is always vibrant, but today he's too much in the spirit. He has made investments without declaring his intention. You don't assume. <laughs> that is why Jesus Christ meets a blind man. He sees the blind guy. He says, What can I do for you? Because some blind men. Blindness is business. But they have built Carl, they have they have built houses. So. No, you if you like, you have Bible say Jesus Christ went everywhere, healing the sick. Isn't everybody healed? Because some were CEOs of their sickness. So you, you say go and preach, just go anybody, you want to heal the person. You'll be angry with you. Why do you make me see? I don't want to see. This is how I make my <laughs> so Christ doesn't assume. So what can I do for you? He can see that this guy is blind. After all the shouting, he says, what can I do for you? He says, I want to see. Okay, see. maybe you have a different issue. Maybe your wife is disturbing you. She can't cope with your blindness. You understand? So please give her the grace to handle my calamity with me. Like I'm okay in, in this calamity. So don't assume I In this kingdom, you must ask for light. You must ask for understanding. If you don't know, you will not walk in it are you with the people of God? so that many of us assume is that those foolish people ask why is there God people are dying why is God there in the earthquake go we'll and meet professor just you help answer that what nonsense is that? Why, why would God allow them to kill that innocent lady? go and ask yourself things that matter you will not go and find out so don't assume so we bless God you are born again we bless God you speak in tongues we bless God you can cast out devils cast out poverty too but the thing about poverty is that there's no only ways in Jesus' name. You must do what Jesus did. He sacrificed to be plenty. If you don't sacrifice, you can't be plenty. Do you get my point here? Christ didn't have to multiply himself. Call Christians. But he had to die. He was that grain of wheat. Right inside him was Isaiah. Right inside him was, was, was wise. You were all inside him. But until he was broken like the alabaster box, no scent went out of the house. Do you get the whole idea? If you see any person, any person in the faith on autopilot in results, he started manual. Well, let me put it this way: If you see any believer who is who is on you know automatic drive in their results with Christ, they are the ones using manual. Doesn't push to start. It was actually really pushing to start. Do you get the whole idea here? Yeah. You see somebody. Oh, the person changes every Sunday. There were days of patience in pain while they had faith in God. That God came to tell them that I will bless you with children. And for twenty-five years, at the point where they had to attend to check. twenty-five years waiting for the promise. Who told you faith is impatient? Anyone who has faith that is impatient doesn't have faith yet. Faith is very patient. Too. I didn't say idle. Some of us think that if I believe, no. Now what I'm saying now will make sense more as we're going to read the scripture. The reason there must be a certain dimension of patience with faith is that sometimes if your Isaac comes just in one year and God asks for it, you will not give him. Now the the, the the program of God is not Isaac. The program of God is the world. But Isaac... You remember I told you last week, when you ask God for a treasure house, you give you a treasure key. When you ask God for a harvest, give you a seed. Are you with me? So God's program for Abraham, you, let's go to chapter 12, before coming to chapter 22. I hope you're still with me. You know, we'll do our normal quiz after the teaching. Huh? You recap for me. Don't disgrace me. Today I received an accolade from my professor, so I need to get on that one. <laughs> Amen. Give us chapter 12 of, of Genesis. Chapter 12 of Genesis quickly. Look at the program of God. There's more than Isaac. They will come and look at 22 again. Shout sacrifice. Say, Lord, I give you myself. I will not withhold from you anything that is in my hand. It all belongs to you. All right. Now the Lord has said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Yes, sir. I will make you a great nation. You see the thing? But it is, I'll make you a great person. It's a nation. My program is, I'm being a nation out of you. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. This is the program. Go to the verse. Say, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I didn't call you to give you one child. I called you to be another Adam, to give birth to another species of people. It's a big program. And to get to that place, I'm going to give you a a, a grain of wheat that you must sow, but if I give you now, you will not give it out. You will not kill it. So, for 25 years, it looked as if it was a delay. But no, it was a walk with God. To a point where Abraham had built so much trust in God. That if God were to give him anything, he ready to give back to him. I, I get no idea. God wants to walk with you before he works with you. God does not want you to work for him. You work for him, he can fire you. But if you, if you work with him, he can't do without you. Because you are a part of his work. You cannot trust God by working for Him. You only trust God by walking with Him. So the call is a call to walking, not working. I see no idea. Now, you you see, it's beautiful. When you read the chapter, chapter 12, wonderful word, come there. Chapter 13, 14, then you see every face, God come in. Ah, today he change his name. Today he say, hey, Master, let's go make a covenant. It says, sometimes the guy will go, he said, I'm not married. I'm a single man. Sister is my sister. I say, Sister, don't tell anybody I'm my wife. After in fact, we're actually brother and sister. We tell them that I'm your brother, your senior brother. I'll be taking care of you because you're too fine. They might kill me. Can you imagine? See, it's not, it's not wrong for a man of God, you know, or a woman of God to marry somebody who is fine. It's, it's scriptural. It, it, it is, don't be talking that. In, that, that no, don't, don't mind the body, mind the engine. Which engine? Which engine? When you wake up in the morning, will you see engine first? Or you see body? <laughs> say, see my engine, my engine. What do you mean? <laughs> it must be attractive. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. When my dad wakes up in the morning and sees my mom, he's happy. He's fulfilled. He's excited. you, say, you ask some people, so why are why, 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 why you put going? What, what do you see about him? He says, so I just like his prayer life. Oh, so when he met, he was praying. Are you, are you sure? One day, a brother came with a sister. They come to introduce themselves, so, treat the lady to me. But they're about to get mine. They want me to talk to them. Blah blah. So I started asking. When the lady enters, I said, "Wow, this sister is very fine." I said, wow. See, wow. this brother, this brother has really seen. Like he sees. Like this, the language of Adam. You know, he had eyes sharp. He's like an eagle's eye. The way of the eagle. You understand? He could see. See like, the lady looks so. I mean, brother, suddenly we prayed. And then I'm like, okay, so you're welcome. So, hey, so how long have I been going at all, oh, sir? We, we have been friends for about three years. And finally, we said to us, oh, that's wonderful. So, what did you see about her? So, her humility and the way she prays. I said, brother, the me, Ben and Troy, Jarof, no. This is pie? bumpy. I can't be a channel? Do you know, no, a yeah, Amen, yes, sir. Don't do that. The first day I saw my wife, me and couldn't You understand? Yeah, in whole I saw him I'm like, hey Jesus. He said, lead me not to the temptation. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Praise God. So he said, don't tell, don't, don't tell them. Man. And this guy lied though, father of faith, father of faith. Father of faith. Said the wife, not being wife. Said they were, so they will know he's a smart guy, he's a wrong guy. So they don't kill him, so he's sacrificing the wife. And we call that faith. No, think about it. He's called. We call the father of faith. But he could not. In that, in the, before Abimelech, he didn't show faith. Oh. He said, "You are not my wife." So damn it, the guy was thinking about. It. You see, and the thing runs in the family, because Jacob too, when he heard that Esau was on the way, he sent the concubine by their ahead. So by the time they killed them, a rich that he has run. So it's in the, it runs in the family. Sacrificing wives is a normal thing. It's in the family. Isaac <laughs> all the eyes in the church be careful, don't sacrifice your wives. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, Jacob was very serious. He, he sent the, the slaves, they send the concubines, their children ahead. Go. They know based on how much he loves so Leah, you Leah, your people go. Then Richard is the riches last. So at least if the guy starts killing her, by the time he gets to Richard, he's gone. But only a J blessing family, only J blessing. What he has here. So he can start afresh. Sacrifice family is normal thing. Praise God. But people of God, look at something. God came back there and defended his boy. God said, Abimele, if you touch that woman, I will kill you. In fact, as, as first deposits, you, all of you are sick. I'm not, I'm not kidding you, but I have made you all sick. All of you. He's a prophet. God God called this guy who showed faithlessness that he's a prophet. Are, are you seeing that? And like that, process like that, like that. At the point, the wife said, honey, we have seen things Not sure I can keep it. I'm past childbearing age. I think Higa is a good option. She was born for me. This me. A B do not think twice. Straight away. Brother went to the activity, and then there was a product. Are you with me? At one point, I said, Lord, maybe it's one of my servants. God said, No what I would give you is, is the promise, not the child of a bond servant. It's a promise. I'm going to give you that one. So look at the process. The 25 years, God was building this man, building him. Why? Because what God was going to give, he was going to take to give. Are you with me? So in chapter 22, now go there now. Go there now. He said, now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. Amen. You know, before every promotion in school, must be tested. Either pass or fail. If you don't, you are not tested, and you are promoted. We have to check you back. But then they can't give you that certificate at the end of the school. You see, they put that thing. They put there, certify that so and so person has fulfilled all the requirements of this program. Therefore, we now reward you, or we award you, a bachelor's of science degree in accounting. Eh? You get the point. So it means that there are things you must fulfill. So they have gone through everything. You've attended class, number of classes. Attended classes. Whether you jumped through window, you still attended the, the required number. Okay? You did all the assignments and we know you didn't finish all. But at least there's a requirement no? that's expected. And when they go through that, they, they certify that you have fulfilled all the requirements, all the tests. Now we can award you. God is about to award this son a certificate. Is about to award him a certain dimension of blessing, but he must be tested. So he had gone through school of faith for 25 years. The reason he went through the school is today we are about to check. I see the whole thing there. And the final test was a test of sacrifice. So we want to see, has he learned that sacrifice is about pain, is about value, is about what? Mention them, expectation is about what. Yeah, prize? Has he learned these things? He must have because he's been dealing with lots. You can see it there. You see it all through. So and God said to him Abraham and he said here I am. Anytime I'm singing this song here I am to worship. This a scripture I use. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Wow. That's another message. Verse 2. Then he said take now your son. Is you see Abraham, you've worked me all these years. You know I'm a god of details. So I have to give you details before you, because you're too smart. Last time I checked, you said your wife is not your wife, it's your sister. So let me be sure what I'm giving you. So he said that take now your son, your only son, Isaac, name as a mentioned whom you love for catches What don't know. Ah right two on when two. I went in for any was Oh is there. He said, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering. On one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So I will tell you now. God, oh God, God. Continue, sir. Continue, sir. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey some evangelists say that you know, when he was waking up, he checked to see if if Sarah was awake, but Sarah was asleep so he went at the time that Sarah was sleeping you know, you know people of God, you know how women are it is not there in the Bible (laughs) I would say he rose up early in the morning I am very sure that God was so confident to say about Abraham that he would teach his children why would he teach his wife? there's nothing that shows that the woman contended if if we needed that story have added, don't add it, it's not there brother woke up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him continue then on the third day Abram lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off continue and Abram said to his young men stay here this thing will teach you something that in sacrifice you don't you don't discuss you know, uh, Doctor Ike, I've been thinking about this uh, annual Thanksgiving. I have this flat screen that my uncle brought for me from the U.S. It's actually worth about twelve thousand cities. That's what I want to give. But I say, are are you, you know, to be told from. Sacrifice is not a corporate responsibility everybody should be there and know what you're about to do when it's about you and God. Is that you with me? Why will Abraham say, guys, because, you see, he's about to go and do what has not been done. Now, uh, let's not go there, but somewhere, so You know, he came up from a, a, an environment where they used to use people's children for sacrifices. Yeah, the environment he came from, where God called him out from. You know what I'm <laughs> And they had never seen this man, God called him from that place. He's so not like that. So, he wants to do this. They will stop him. We learn the lesson. You see, the Bible is so beautiful that sometimes, not all the time, you pick a scripture in Genesis, you get clearer explanations in New Testament. Why am I saying this? Jesus told the disciples, they were going to Jerusalem, Peter says, "Over my dead body. The last time when they were had to kill us, go, go away. What was that? You remember that story? The day Christ said he's going to Jerusalem. Peter says, no! No, no, no. The last time we went there, they almost killed us. Jesus says, Get thee behind me, Satan. Satan, you are you are you are obstructing what the program of God get thee behind me. Do you understand what he saying? So he, he tells them to stay now. Look what he says. Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship. And we will God says, Go and kill your son. The man says it's called worship. Personally, when when we are doing programs, I don't Okay, in my personal life, I don't put tithes and offerings under expenditure. When I'm drawing my own personal accounts, I don't put tithes and offerings under expenditure. I put them under investment. Maybe accountant knows that's an expenditure. But from a spirit perspective, that's not an expenditure. It's an investment. Do you understand me? I have only put money in an account that is not here. Where thieves don't break in. So you see the perception. God says sacrifice, he calls it worship. What are you calling a sacrifice? A loss, and so shall it be. Are you here at all? He called it worship. And he will come back to you. he will come back to you. Well, let's go. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And the two of them went together. We heard the evangelist preach from here. So at this point, Isaac was watching the father. See, maybe he'll get them on the way. But Isaac spoke to, the, to Abraham, his father, and said, and I like the evangelist. When the son look at the father and Daddy, he said, Son, he said, Look. Me since I was born on sacrifice, and these are the elements you use, Papa. Look, the fire and the wood, but where is a lamp for a burnt offering? Maybe you've forgotten, sir. Is the pattern like man evangelist doing it? Verse number eight. Abraham said, "My son, God provide for Himself a lamp for a burnt offering." When you have walked with God, you come to a point, when you walk with God faithfully, you come to a point where you move from He said to I know. Do you understand me? Like, oh God told me. Then somebody, I just know this is what God wants. That's why God is so keen about a 25 years walk. He just knows God. He knows the nature of God. He, he just knows. Now, when you go home, continue the reading. What happened was amazing that part two. This is episode. Episode eight. When you go home, check the episode nine. It's only one season movie. It's not just one. God is about to launch Abraham into the manifestation of what he had programmed all this while. But that manifestation will mean that he sacrificed. I can't finish this today. But can I say, I will say it on authority. Eh? Any believer who has not come to understand the principle of sacrifice will not go far from where they are. Sacrifice in everything. But for us in this season we are preparing to give Isaacs on the 10th of December. Are you with me? You oh people of God our finances at home began to change when we programmed to sacrifice properly three years ago. Very painful one. The type that when you are when, when you finish giving the thing, God didn't provide a lamb for himself he, he took the Isaac. He took it. He took the Isaac there's no lamb. There's no lamb in the Jeep. We, we killed a tin. You no, know that man did anything. Then I began to see it happening. And when it's happening, if you're not careful, you don't see it, but it's happening. It's happened. They'll say, no. The next year, we'll increase the sacrifice. We'll increase the sacrifice. Miles Moreau was saving money to buy a plane. Levels they were saving to buy a plane. Not bicycles, plane. Plane, no. Then one day he discovered a rima about the kingdom and how that if you're an ambassador in the kingdom is your motherland that takes care of your need. Ah, he took the entire savings he had and sold as a seed. In a short while, a man of God to whom God had brought to a realm where he owns planes brought one fresh plane and said, God told me to give you a new plane. Plane, no, not car, not bicycle, plane. You understand plane? Aeroplane, you understand? Mm-hmm. So one day I heard Papa Diboy say, El Papa Abiyue. he said that when what you have in your hand is not sufficient, give it to the God of all sufficiency, and what is not sufficient shall become more than sufficient. So he said, something time ago, which I am I, like, What is serious? He said, Anytime he finds that he's saving to get some, he it means, it means that is a seed. Pastor, I'm saving my marriage. You are saying that's a seed. <laughs> that, that, okay, he wants to buy a new shoe, sir. And he's saving. He's as soon as that he comes, no, that means a seed. He will take that whole thing and sow it as a seed. What is this shoe you want or you want money? What do you want? Is this shoe? Say you are saving for shoe. It's shoe you want. Are, are you here with me? Not money for the shoe, it's shoe. He said, My God. Shall supply all your need, not the money to meet the need, the need you supply it. So, what you want is shoe. Ah, glory to God. I give what I have. Because in the kingdom, shoes are free. But in this world, you will buy. So I would rather let God buy me my shoe to mommy. When God gets there to buy, whatever money he gives, they will give they will give the shoe get the whole idea. You are saving to do something. That's a seed. You see, I pray that the Lord will bring us that place of understanding. Are you with me? I I can talk from today to tomorrow but it's God that can convict you. It's God that can help you understand. See, whatever you are doing, if it will build resource from your human effort, by now you should have had a better thing. It's not working, oh my dear. It's not working. You have toiled all night. Enough. Go at his word. Are you with me? Go at what? His word. Stop fighting. I told you recently that you, you, you don't have your own house. You don't have your own, your own land. By now, the work you are doing now, you are saved to buy a land. When are you going to buy that land? Christ is coming home. Yes, Uba. Are you with me? And from the way things are, you will come earlier than we are thinking. This one you are saving. When are you going to buy that land? So you get to heaven and say, all landlords, I line up. You won't line up. You'll be somewhere. But you are serving a God and he is your father who in one night paid workers that had been owed for 300 and so years. In one night, in 430 years, in one night. One, one 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 night. One night. One word. Why don't you activate that dimension? Now take us back to our beginning scripture. John 12 verse 24. Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, people of God, I would not say is joyful when you're giving Isaac, it's painful, brothers. It's painful. I won't lie to you, it's very, very painful. You know, it's pain, it will pain you. Hey, hello, it will what It is painful. Hey, it is cryful. Ay, 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 ay. Ah my god, you cry, and it's not wrong to cry. Crying is not faithlessness, it means you're a human being. Are you with me? Yeah. When God gave a name to Jacob, he didn't take away the Jacob. So you was still Israel and Jacob. Sometimes God said Jacob, some say Israel. I love what he said in, was in, in, in Genesis, 49 there about, no, uh, between the 47 coming, 48 down there. When, I mean, when Joseph was bringing Manasseh and Ephraim, the Bible says that, when Jacob had Israel stood up, Jacob had, but Israel stood up. Jacob's sight was in problem, but Israel can see well. Are, are you here with me? So it is not wrong to cry. 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 <laughs> I was in the program, a man of God came to teach on sacrifice. Eee, Jesus. That day, I think I almost moved my head and put it in the bowl. The word was solid, man of God. It was solid. Then he said, that the next day, we are going to sacrifice. Hey People were coming, dropping their land documents. People were dropping their car keys, dropping. So I saw the host pastor. He was just there praying, talking, talking to us. I said, ah, this man is in the spirit. Ah, brain, 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 brain. Ah. So when everybody finished giving, then the man took his car key. <laughs> hey, I know this man for years. I've never seen him cry before. Ah, no, he doesn't cry. The man of going, <laughs> I could <was, laughs> see. This was a guy he had just bought, not up to, I think, three months or so. He saved to buy this car in thousands of dollars. And God told him, that's what I want to sacrifice. <laughs> hey, the man was crying, you know. People of God, after that sacrifice, this church that this man is in, they got a, is it two acres or three acres land or so in East Legon, prime place in Ajingano. They built one of the finest auditoriums that is there. And I think, was it last three years or so, some people came around and bought me a fresh, brand new Tiroba V8, put there. All these were inside that <laughs> that one you could have decided to keep it and, and struggle to have the rest, but there's an ease waiting for the death of that one thing. If that thing can die, you'll be shocked. Instead of you laboring for one, two, three, they shall come like a box of gift to you. That's the reality. That's the reality. That's the reality. Just like this thing. Are you seeing it? Give us the TPT. Now you in here the same way. And I went, brother. He uh-huh. says that a single grain of wheat will never be more. Never. Pastor Jesus was telling me that in the Greek. We're talking about this in the Greek. So when, when you see that, what is that? The first part, the most assuredly. Yeah. It means that this one, it is, it is a fact in the spirit. You can't, you can't anything about it. If you don't do it, nothing will work. That's what Christ means, saying. Eh? And you see, so a single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain, you know, of wheat, unless it drops into the ground and dies, because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest. A great harvest of wheat is your reality. Are you with me? It's your what reality, <laughs> it's your reality. Sometimes your prayer for a type of car is not coming because God's not here, he has heard it. By your own fellow says, I cannot tie, say, I not mean top. With the way your faith is now, I receive my Range Rover. Your range is over. You can't have that one. Are you with me? You can't. That car, if you press one through from here to here, you need the next station. So God said, I've heard you. The car is waiting for you, but we need 25 years of work. must build capacity. So when the tie spoils, you have faith to trust that I can bring someone to work in the tie for you. Not have the money, more than that. Are you with me? So the, every prayer I pray, God has answered. though, is your capacity. Are you here with me? Is what? Hallelujah! He's the one that should provide for himself. A lamp. That's how will sacrifice. who will sacrifice. who will sacrifice. who will sacrifice and keep sacrificing. Receive that grace of understanding now. Lift your voice thank God. Bless God.
0: God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast. To receive more life impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week you can also follow dci their special place on facebook instagram and twitter always remember that god loves you